right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. That is my bladeless fan. Jeez. The bougie lifestyle has come to the you show. You saw me cart this thing up into the, the stairwell. And I sure did. Sure did. Out of place yeah. in, a, in a crack house, huh? Mm-hmm. Looks yeah. good. Looks good oh, there. How long it's do you bladeless. think it's going to last? How long do you think that bladeless fan is going to last? Six, yeah. Six yeah, weeks. Yeah, I got to imagine. Is there any copper in there? Before Aaron sees it and notices it. And probably less copper than a bladed fan. Yeah, that's good. I would go so far as to say. Insurance policy. For sure, uh, for sure. That's good. That's nice. How that you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm very glad you brought that bladeless fan up here because it's very warm. Where it's I warm am. out. Mm-hmm. It's warm out. The world, the country is seeing a um, a heat wave. Yeah. We're in the midst of a wave of heat. Like you've never seen before. That's correct. I'm going to actually have... lower my bladeless fan because it's cool now. <laughs> but I'll turn it on at some point in the middle of the podcast and I'll make sure everybody fucking knows about it when Good. I turn yeah, it back on. I would expect nothing less. Yeah. Speaking of the heat, have you seen this is breaking news yesterday, Tuesday, July 19th? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm right in. Yeah. President Biden uh, is expecting what? to declare some some things. Have you seen this? No. What's he going to declare? I'm failed on my Biden tracking duties. Did this break break like five minutes ago? Mm hmm. Well, five minutes and 24 hours ago. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Right. <clears throat> That's all right, man. When you're down, I, I pick you up. You sure um, do. What are we? What is he declaring? President gay, Biden gay? expected to seize emergency powers with climate crisis announcement. I'm going to lick everybody's butts. <laughs> Where the farts come from and they make the sky hot. <laughs> Would you like me to my read this grand, article? My, grand, my granddaughter, come here, I'll lick your butt. Jesus. You've seen those, right? Yeah. He's got a thing with his granddaughter. Yeah. I, I think I have yeah, seen that. I learned that, that one on Fox News. Pretty sure I have, yeah. yeah I learned sure. that one on Tucker. Yeah. Fox News. Very lascivious. Uh, <clears throat> would you like me to proceed with this article, or do you have more Biden stuff? I got a lot more Biden stuff where that Tell comes from. Tell you what, from. Go let, ahead, me, uh, let me proceed with the article, and then we can circle yeah. back to it. There'll be more. It'll come up. The Biden administration is expected to seize, quote, emergency powers by the end of the week with an announcement that the, quote, climate crisis demands immediate executive action. The Washington Post reported on White House's intention to invoke a national emergency over climate change. President Biden, this is in quotes, President Biden is considering declaring a national climate emergency as soon as this week as he seeks to salvage his environmental agenda in the wake of stall talks on emergency. 
installed talks on Capitol Hill. According to three people familiar with the matter who spoke on the condition of anonymity discussed the private deliberations, the Post reported, quote, the potential move comes days after Senator Joe Manchin III, Democrat West Virginia, told Democratic <laughs> leaders that he does not support his party's efforts to advance a sprawling economic package this month that includes billions of dollars to address global warming. End of quote. The report added, if an emergency oh, is invoked. Double junior. Mm. We come and lick that butt, double junior. If an emergency is invoked, it could empower the Biden administration in its efforts to reduce carbon emissions and foster cleaner energy. The president made clear that if the Senate doesn't act to tackle the climate crisis and strengthen our domestic clean energy industry, he will. An unnamed White House official said in a statement oh, he late. Has. We are considering all options and had and no decision has been made. The White House is thus seeking unlawful authority over carbon emissions in the wake of the Supreme Court's blow to the emergency pro- Environmental Protection Agency's regulatory powers in late June. As God wills it. As God wills it. I really yeah, like I the um, I like the, the 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 people that they're interviewing. Like, if you, have you did you notice that interspersed throughout the article? Like, this, here, here's yeah. a line. According to three people familiar with the matter who spoke on the condition of anonymity. And then yes. one is an unnamed White House official. <laughs> like, yeah. I really like that. I'm always pleased. You never know if it's real or fake. Right. You never know if they're just trying to create a story. Mm. You never know. You don't. You just don't. Don't lick that butt, man. Yeah. Look it up, I, kid. Do you think he's... When was the last time you think they actually consulted him? Oh, dude, I don't... I, I don't... That's a great question. years ago, right? Yeah, gotta be. He's just going out there. I'm going to lick your butt. And they're like, what he means, what he means by that. And then they they have to interpret it. They have to do the interpretive dance. What he means by lick is seize powers over to figure out what the fucking guy is trying to talk about. What he means by butt is carbon emissions. They did a thing. I don't know. They, you know, who Fox news did a thing (laughs) where they collected all of the times that she went. um, I don't have anything on that. Whatever her name is, the woman yeah, who took over for Pasaki. Mm-hmm. They've it's like she in the time she's done it has to she's has to have said thirty times. I mean, she's floundering. And, like, can you imagine she having doesn't her, have anything on that? Her uh, her life probably just sucks, dude. When you get that call up, it's like the Pope being like, "You're the head exorcist." Yeah, yeah. Like, oh <laughs> fuck, fuck! <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta do it. Everybody's enemy now. But I gotta do it. Yeah, because she makes that buzz buzzank, you dude. You know her paycheck is fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the paycheck for that shit is fat. Hold on, White House press secretary salary because it's public, right? So that oh, it's not that oh, it's not that good. What is it? I mean, it's one hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year. It's good. Yeah, but also you're living in D.C. Yeah, and it right. So you're and probably you're, t- and you're taking a beating every yeah, single day really the problem is imagine being making one hundred and eighty thousand dollars and then reporters get to bother you all day yeah that's not worth it's it maybe the only job where you can't tell people to just fuck off at that right. salary rate yeah you just that's yeah sucks dude that's a beating. Jen, Jen, oh and i'm sorry that's jen pasaki's salary dude mm. she was the most expensive out of all the press sex so that they're actually, making less than 180 a year. <laughs> You're gonna. But she's worth 27 million dollars for some reason. For some reason. Can you believe that Chen Saki's worth 27 million dollars? For some reason. 
for some how reason. How is that possible, dude? How is it possible, Bird? She also has a rent allowance. That's sweet. Good for her. Good for her. Wow, we got to get hooked up with that shit. That's a good job, man. Can you imagine having us as like dual press secretaries for Trump? So what do you know about the carbon admissions? Don't know. Don't Go know. Next. I have no fucking clue, dude. Next. What a dumb question. <laughs> get out of here. Next. That's like what Trump's, uh, the woman who he put in, the hot chick. Yeah, dude, she was That's great. what she would do. She would go, that's a fucking dumb question. Yeah, she that's, was my favorite. That's how you got to talk to these mongrels. Mm-hmm. Talk down to them, beat them up. Next. They like it. They like it. They do. They love it, dude. It gives them a chance to go on their various news stations and feel bad about themselves. Yeah. It's all a part of the fucking show. So many, you know what pisses me off the most probably about, about the press secretary job? What's that? How many jobs that job existing creates. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and not for other people, although that's the main thrust of what I'm sure you're saying, but also for them. Like, you're you're the press secretary there, and then you're going to just get ushered into CNN and Fox and all this shit. That so. is something I didn't even think about, but you're so right. Not only does this create a, uh, like, 40 jobs for 40 idiots on this planet who, who yeah. deserve to be poor and starving. But it also gives her the opportunity to become the next CNBC anchor. Right. Which is what they all do. What a zoo. What a fucking zoo. To see her knock arenos on, on Channel 4 every day. Mm-hmm. Which is not so bad, I suppose. Yeah. It's a... She's a redhead. Uh, did you see... <laughs> Actually... That makes me, I got a, not a news story, but this, you know, I scroll the post every now and again. In between Fox news benders. Oh yeah. I'm hitting, I'm hitting, yeah. Newsmax and the post jumping between them when Fox news doesn't have anything new. There's in the chat there. I just was, this was scrolling across my screen. Johnny Depp arrives in Italy with red haired French teacher. I believe it says, (laughs) I believe it says raven haired. Uh, it says red haired on the art. Oh yeah. That's a New York post link. So buckle up if you're going to click that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah this up. is slowing down my computer as we speak. Yeah. The link says, got, Raven. well, she's got, she's a redhead. She's got red hair. She's as pale as uh, snow. Wow. Um, she's incredibly pale. Dude, yeah, Johnny Depp looks like he just crawled out of a storm sewer. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Like he so got to he got to Italy via the the this, the underground structures of of our it, nations. Of, let me tell you, if you like redheads, this girl's a ten out of ten, man. If you like Irish girls, this girl is a ten out of ten. She's gorgeous, and so Johnny Depp, and by the way, Jeff Beck, the guitarist. Also, <laughs> yeah. it's not just Johnny Depp; he's with Jeff Beck. Oh, that's Jeff Beck back this, there. Yeah, I think it is. I believe wow. it is. And they so there's tw- and and she's 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff and you, Susan, come with me she's down to the storm sewer. We're crawling to Italy. 65 year old of uh, verm rodents, yeah. rodent men, yeah. and this 21 year old French teacher. Oh, gracious! Give me a break. She is so she's pale, dude. Life. It is crazy. She's, she's blue. Yeah, she's yeah. glowing. She's glowing. Girls like that, uh, they don't get the love they deserve on the TV. You don't That's often true. see one of them around there. I'm going to get rid of that off of my fucking timeline there. Yep. Close <laughs> Just that out there. casually partying with a not graduated from college yet French student. Still. <laughs> still yeah, right. He went, when do you hit senior year? Yeah, but still, are, you, are you a junior still? 
Yeah, right. I hear Jeff. Oh, man. Because me and Jeff, we got this plan. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Uh, you, you, uh, you, you ever use Kelly Blue Book? Uh, I mean, I have, I guess. Yeah, have you? Is that is that is that doxing? And <laughs> <laughs> it's so suspiciously. Well, I mean, you you asked me as if it was like it's something that I reference, like I keep on my bookshelf to reference every day. I don't. I, I don't. You know, I've I've heard of it once before because I think Aaron was talking about it. He likes to tell everybody about the things he drives. Yeah. I, so and how much yeah, they're worth. I, I bet you think Aaron's bought an electric vehicle yet. <laughs> Oh god, I'm sure. He, he talks one talk and then you know this fucking guy who lives in Massachusetts, he's probably got an electric vehicle. He <laughs> probably is going to take paternity leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know he is. You know he is. Yeah, he's oh, man, he's going to ham it up. You think he uh, bought has bought an electric vehicle yet? I don't think so, but he He's by the way, like... he's probably making that Jen Saki salary. <laughs> 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 pisses me off. It pisses me off. You don't think you don't he's bought it. one? I was thinking about this the other day. You don't think he's bought like a rad Tesla three? No, nah, I think he's still driving yeah. Subaru, baby, which is what I'm Subaru driving. Oh. I'm, I'm looking mine up on uh, Kelly Blue Book well, right a now. A manual, a manual, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, an old manual. Yeah, um, they were arguing in uh, Congress about you know this thing that's gone around where the woman was like, "Well, you just buy an electric vehicle." You remember? Oh when yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about. It. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember who was. I don't remember either, man. But this has been a this is a thing there. Like when they go to their morning stand up meetings, the Democrats in Congress, they go to their morning stand up meetings, and like w- once a month, the dreaded question comes out: What have you done to push the the anti carbon emissions uh, yeah, right. um, agenda? Uh-huh. And I guess Pete, you know, the mayor. Yeah. Uh, uh, and by the way, this is great because. I'm not going to play the video because it's five minutes long, but you know, C-SPAN like will show a conversation between two people on in usually a committee hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Scott Perry's on one side. He's a Republican from Arizona. Buttigieg is on the other side. The first thing that I had noticed when I was just watching this on, on YouTube as I was working, because I like to watch YouTube videos about transportation infrastructure committee hearings. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I threw this on. And what's really good is, Everybody gets a name tag. So as he's talking, Buttigieg, she's sitting down. And in front of him, the name tag says, Honorable Buttigieg. (laughs) 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 Which I thought was very good. A good look, honestly. Considering the guy is going to be the next presidential nominee for the Democrats. Whoa, really? We're we're close. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're close. Cool. I'm in. We're very close to it. Anyway, he was talking about... Scott Perry, again, I think he's an Arizona Republican. Scott Perry's on the committee. Buttigieg, who's the transportation secretary, has got to go to the committee and own up. And um, the Kelly Blue Book comes up. Scott Perry pulls out his phone and he goes, I'm on Kelly Blue Book right now. The price of an electric vehicle is (laughs) (laughs) $55,000. And Buttigieg kind of looks for a moment. He kind of, you know, when Mariah Carey sings, she puts her hand out, and wherever the wherever the tone she's singing at, she yep. puts her hand. Well, yep. Buttigieg starts scaling. Right? Oh he boy, going through scales, and he goes, I, you know, I don't know where you're getting this number from. The last time I checked, 
a Chevy Volt is twenty six thousand dollars. <laughs> that was that was his response, and there was like a perfectly timed comedic silence. <laughs> and then I and then Scott Perry goes, "Sir," and then he goes into a, he goes oh, into his comments. Man, a Chevy Volt is twenty six thousand dollars. First of all. The fact that Pete has that on the top of his brain. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's recently been shopping for Chevy Volts. Somebody put a slideshow together that they went, they're gonna press you on the electric vehicle this thing. So I don't know, Chevy Volt is twenty six thousand dollars. And he's like, Okay, got that in the brain. Got it. Twenty six K twenty six K for a Chevy Volt. I, I I never seen a Chevy Volt before, but what's more emasculating than driving in a car called the Chevy Volt? Starting yeah. at thirty one five, I just looked it up on Chevy's website. And and, and by the way, that those starting prices are fucking fake. Yes, absolutely. No supply, <clears throat> right? There's no supply. And anybody who goes out to, to well, anyway, that's what he did for his people at Chevrolet. I guess. Good, 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 good. Oh, yes, that yes. one. Good, very good. It was pretty Chevy funny. Volt. Chevy, buy a Chevy Volt, everyone. Twenty six thousand dollars. Sometimes, man. Go go down to the dealership. Go yeah. down to the dealership with a check for $26,000, slap it on the desk, and say, Chevy Volt, please. One Chevy Volt, please. One Chevy Volt, please. Pete sent me. Do you want to see it? Don't need to. Pete Don't need approved. to. Pete has already told me it's good. The transportation secretary said it's good. Here's the money. It's an ugly little now, fucking car, now, too. Give me of the course. Volt. Yeah. It's, the ugly, it's an ugly little car. It looks like a Toyota Camry. It's an ugly little car. Yuck. <laughs> I'm sure that'll get you there and back. I'm sure that thing won't blow out in the middle of Death Valley and kill <laughs> <laughs> you. Pile up of dead people in Death Valley that all opted to buy Chevy Volts and drive <laughs> it there. <laughs> yeah, it's called vaulting. Vaulting. It's, it's the new craze. <laughs> it's the new it's Trying to tra- traverse Death craze. Valley. He's telling people to go through Death Valley in a Chevy Volt. The people are dying in numbers. It's, be, it's because gross. Pete Buttigieg made a deal with an evil genie in the desert to sacrifice <laughs> to him. To get out because he was crossing it in a Chevy Volt. And they said, we'll let you go. But you got to send others. You got to send the bodies in. You got to yeah, send them that's in. That's what he's up to. Sheesh. So, you know, if you were wondering you what our transportation secretary, soon to be president, is up to, at least, you know, yeah, that's what they're up to. Um, there was a, the, a brief conversation, not particularly interesting, but a, a brief conversation. People are jockeying officially for, uh, the 2024 U S uh, election position. Um, he's one of them, uh, fucking, you know, people to judge is one of them, but a couple of interesting folks have stepped in. And you're talking um, about on the democratic side. Uh, yes. I mean, on the Republican side, this, you know, the DeSantis is in. Christy Nome is in. Have you ever seen a Christy Nome? We got to do a hot or not on Christy Nome. And she's South Dakota governor. She is the South Dakota governor. Yeah, I think she's pretty hot, right? Right. Uh, I'm. Uh, yep. I would agree. Okay. okay. Well, I would agree. She looks like she makes bakes a great apple pie, and she can really knock your lights out with a good jab. That's important. Powerful, Powerful stuff. So, state of Florida that I that I live in and love. Is getting advertisements lately from Gavin Newsom, of course, trying to bring oh, people over. He's trying to run for president. J.B. Pritzker, the the most round man in America. I'm sure you. Uh, I don't know who Illinois that is, but, it sounds, but what a superlative that is. 
the Illinois governor, J.B. Pritzker, who comes from the Pritzker family, who own a bunch of uh, Hyatt hotels and Caribbean cruises. That's the okay. that's another guy. A man of the people. He's, he's 641 pounds, I would say. I'm going to look it up. J.B. Pritzker. Pritzker. Prit. Z-K-E-R. Pritzker. No, my internet's not working, so. That's how that, well, that's how that works. Uh, and then there's Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, uh, the really? The one that got kidnapped? kidnapped? She didn't know. No, she didn't get kidnapped. Okay. And um, you'll be surprised. This is a thing I did with my father. Me and my father shared some great text messages. I'm going to bring those up after this. But me and uh, my father and I play this game, Dead or Alive. And uh, <laughs> one of us will say a name. And the other person has to guess whether they're dead or alive. Okay. Uh, a guy who you uh, you would swear was dead but is still alive is Bernie Sanders is also we're gonna run. He's going again. <laughs> oh He's going God. again. Are you serious? He's back in. He's back in, dude. Dude, this is great. Dude, elections have become infinitely more fun each election since like '08. Well, and the fact that we have the podcast does. Well, yeah, maybe that's what's making it tolerable. It's actually giving us content. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I looked up Pritzker. That guy is enormous. 641 pounds. It it looks like he is firmly seated in that business suit, and he's probably not getting out of it. Like, they just bring a dry cleaner in to just kind of clean it on the outside and just keep it moving. There there has to be some some gripping system that they use to pull them out of those things yeah, at the end of the jaws day. Jaws of life situation. And you know it smells not good. You know it smells crazy in there. Not good. Not good at all. Um, what do we got here? Uh, you got us some other news stories? I got a bunch. <clears throat> you can go. All right. So my dad texts me. Hold on, hold on. Actually, I, I we have not we have not fleshed out a few of these presidential candidates. What, so okay. what is Bernie Sanders doing? Bernie Sanders is running on the you, the us agenda. Um, it's about it's about us. Okay, yeah. that sounds good. Yep. Well, uh... yeah. Okay. Yep. Then we've got um, Gavin Newsom. Ga- Gavin Newsom seems to me, and I'll go the mission. Uh, kids in the desert and sucks out their blood. <laughs> yeah, he is involved in the uh, Chevy Volt yeah. operation. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a blood a blood sucking child killer who lives. He's in the, the one the that's desert. waiting in the desert. Um, yeah. He and uh, Gretchen Whitmer, they both seem tremendously unpopular. But that seem that that also could be just because I live in Texas. Gretchen uh, Whitmer is uh, also hot. Which is another thing to consider. That's a plus. And, I, and Gavin Newsom's a good-looking good dude, too, right? Well, yeah, but, you know, he's, again, one of those guys where he's like a, uh, a holographic, like, baseball card. If, where mm-hmm. if you just look at him from the right angle, his teeth elongate. And, okay. I had know, not noticed that. Uh, see the smoke from the, from the lamp coming out from underneath <laughs> him? <laughs> I'm not even really sure what that means, but... <laughs> Certainly paints a picture. Uh, these people like cannot get elected, right? Um, no. Who do you think is no. who do you think is going to be the Donald nominee? Trump. Oh, um, for, uh, Joe, Joe Biden. Really? Yeah. You, you don't think Biden after Trump. all of this, like it seems nope. like the last month they've been posturing I don't away think from they him. They learned their lesson. Really? 
I don't believe there's like there's like left. news articles coming out like seem seeming to create a soft landing for the turning away. Oh, you saying? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't believe those. Okay. Yeah, well, you would. I would defer to you on this. Yeah, I don't believe it. He's running again. Huh. Wow, what a state yeah. of affairs. That seems yeah. uh, that seems like a ballsy play. Not a problem when you got your Chevy Volt. It's true. You can just drive away. Driving out drive away and end it. <laughs> drive away and end it. If you don't like your president, Driving go kill yourself in the desert. In the desert, yeah. It's yeah. good. I was texting my dad. My dad, um, he said, uh, I, t- uh, I didn't tell him I had a podcast. I reminded him I had a podcast <laughs> not long ago. And he, since he was reminded, he's like, let me contribute to the show. I'll give you some uh, things. that Because my dad is exactly like me. He gets on the New York Post every morning. And he and he is just entertained by the news, so he'll do that and he'll read the news. So he sends me two articles. I read you the first article he sent me um, about the French teacher Johnny Depp yeah. and Jeff Beck. And the guy texts me, "This guy Johnny Depp is a real cunning linguist." That's what he texts me <laughs> alongside this. And I, and I and I also I texted. I went sheesh. Sheesh. That was the, that was the Yo. second one. The first one he texted me, I got a text message this morning at 741. And my father texted me a link to the a story with the following title. Squadron of monkeys in India kidnap small boy and toss him off roof, killing him instantly. <laughs> Under Underneath it, my father texts, monkey baby thieves. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say squadron? Yeah, squadron of monkeys squadron. in India that makes him small boy then, and toss him off roof, killing him instantly. That has like a connotation of some sort of organizational structure. I like that. Yeah. Squadron. Squadron. Three of words underneath. Monkey baby thieves. Monkey baby thieves. That's like a tr- Trumpism. <laughs> Monkey baby thieves. I And I messaged him probably up two minutes after I got it. India is crazy. <laughs> India is crazy, man. And then a few hours later, the Johnny Depp, Jeff Beck, and French teacher one came in. She's uh, 24 years old, by the way, if you're curious. It's on Not the, 21. No, she's 24. That's good. She's probably close to 21, though, but yeah. Um, what else we got here? Oh, the Hoover Dam blew up. Thousands I saw that. Yeah, well, I, I saw that right before we I went into it. We're going to call our shot here because it's, you know, it's Wednesday, but we – that. It's Wednesday, but it's not really Wednesday. So, yeah, I think that thing. Do you think millions in and die in uh, Las Vegas? I don't know, man. I saw that. I just, I just saw this, and then I got sucked into the waters. A... Took over all of that land and killed all those people, right? Yeah. Did do you see crazy. the video of the fire? Yeah, it's alarming. It's alarming, but it doesn't look like. I don't want to say it doesn't look nefarious, but it, because it absolutely could be, but it's just in yeah. a weird place in the day. Like I, if I, if someone was really like looking to take down that dam, that's not where I would set a fire. You know what I mean? No, it's a, it looks to be a mechanical fire on one yeah. of the transformers is what it looks like. <laughs> the electrician uh, bird has, has flown in and graced us with his <laughs> deep knowledge of, tr- of yeah, well, you transformers. Know, I, well, I'm a, yeah, I read the Twitter thread and I'm and I go, what this person says must be true. <laughs> yes. And the the first go, reply. Transformer, bud. Yeah. Simple stuff. <laughs> Simple stuff. And you know, by the way, if you t- if you take uh, if you're on at, in the Hoover Dam, you you can leave go about 25 minutes to Death Valley on your Chevy Volt. On your Chevy plug Volt. Plug in at the dam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plug, up, plug in on that dam. 
it's, it's going to be something there. else, man. We yeah. So that we'll see how that story develops. Boulder City, uh, 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 whoa! It's called Boulder City, Nevada. Interesting. Um, well, oh yeah, Boulder. Sure, uh, that's going to be a problem for them if that thing goes. So we'll see. Are they like right downstream? Happens there. I, I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose so. I know your um, your area of expertise is more in <clears throat> electrical. I'm not really a geography guy. I'm an electrical. Yeah, engineer, electrical yeah. engineer. Yeah, electronics. Uh, yeah, I'm not really a. Yep. Yep. So. We'll, we'll see if we can lean on some Check this maybe. out, bud. Okay. Check this one out. You looking to make some cash? Sure. How about tiger bones? You know there's a market for those? Amongst two. Well, you, you know the answer to that. I don't know if we're allowed to say it. Okay. <clears throat> I'll assume. So what, what, what kind of quiche are we talking here? A lot of, well, in Malaysia, <laughs> you're not going to believe this shit. The place is called Port Klang. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. They, they, they seized a, a vessel full of trafficked animal parts. Elephants, rhino horns, pangolin scales. And tiger bones. This sounds like a Harry Potter novel. It's worth 80 million ringgit. <laughs> is the name of their currency. 80 million ringgit. Mm. Yeah. 80 million of them. What do you, you do don't do that? much. Which yeah. is equivalent to $17.9 million or three quarters of Gensaki. <laughs> Gensaki is worth more than a tiger's bones. Really exquisite use of the transitive property here, but you're really on fire today. <laughs> between your, I know, right? Between your expertise in the field of electrical yeah, engineering and and foreign currency knowledge, I I, I really am, yeah. am blown away. I'm in awe. Ring it. Can you believe it? Uh, so it's all going. By the way, it gets worse. Ow. They were being shipped from Africa. And the the delivery was stopped by the Malaysian customs director, Zazuli Johan. <laughs> they were going to China. Obviously. They were going to China. Obviously, they I don't know. They grind up uh, elephants for like and medicines and stuff. They're bloat. Yeah, they get the bloat. To yeah, yep. Hmm. Uh, uh, man, that seems <clears throat> seems like a long roundabout way to do something, but you know, I guess if there's a market, <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? You know, I was, Cr- I got another one for you. If you're you got another one. I got another one for you. We're not the number one animal part or ringgit tracking podcast in America, but we are the number one little Amal tracking podcast in America. Oh boy. Is she back on scene? Okay. Sort of. I didn't know this was a thing, but it is a thing, and I'm going to send you the link to it so that you can get a vision of what I'm seeing here. It's a she's very spooky looking. This is probably the most up close photo that I've seen of Lil Amal. At Walk with Amal on Twitter, they posted uh, and they posted this on July 12th of 2020 at 2:41 a.m. I guess that's over in the wherevers. France or whatever. Malaysia, probably. (laughs) 
Yeah, how many animal parts? How many baby parts are they sneaking around in her? That's not they're trafficking them, trafficking them through yeah, like big puppets under the guise yeah. of climate change. Jesus. Yeah, so she's around there, um, and she recently reached two twenty million views on TikTok. My goodness, twenty million views. What a success story. I know, right? From the shores of Syria to the halls of France on TikTok, Belgium or something, or something like that. Yeah, wherever the fuck. Man, yeah, she's. Uh, uh, I, she's, she's, I, I always, I always really enjoy the guy sitting in her chest. Yeah, you know that guy's living his life. Yeah, can you? I wonder what that guy makes. Like, how many Pisakis is that guy making a, a year? Let's check out. Hold on. Um, what? Is, what is he? A driver? Oversized puppeteer. Oversized puppeteer salary. Um, so the salary for a puppeteer. Um, wow, Jesus! It's starting, starting salary thirty eight thousand dollar average. It's great. It's good, solid middle class income right there. <laughs> yeah, if you got it. Yeah, if you're married, I guess. Yeah, if you're married and on subsidies and <laughs> living yeah, right. in uh, thirty eight thousand small. <laughs> Small yeah, island off of Corpus Christi. Like I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to be a master puppeteer like Lola Mall, you might be pulling home fifty four a year mm-hmm. if you're lucky. And that's dollars, not ringgits, right? <laughs> well, that's some that's like two million ringgits. Yeah. Ringgits. I can't believe that it's not worth that much. One year of Gensaki is worth more than all the ringgits in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no truer words have ever been spoken, Bert. <clears throat> um, Man, I can't believe they're got? still... They, they've really got a lot of mileage out of this little Amal thing, huh? The little Amal thing is fucking going to keep going until the day somebody dies. Yeah, she's got... <laughs> she's only got 9,600 followers on Twitter. Is that right? Yeah, like our podcast has like... How many followers does our podcast 3, have? 3,800. Is that what our podcast has? Something like that, yeah. Well, I mean, on the Twitter. 3,900 and 10. 3,900. All right, we're almost at 4K. Get us to 4,000, folks. I like that we're that the account is following three people and <laughs> one of the, two of them are not you and uh, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Boz, and Todd Okopian. The three hosts? Yeah. Three hosts to the show, man. That's good. What else do I got here? Um, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. Uh, did you see, as opposed to the other things that I've, I've brought to you today, um, did you see Ilhan Omar, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a couple of others, they were arrested? No, I did not. Were they? Yeah, uh, they is were... Ilhan Omar still in office? Yeah, she sure is. She sure is. Um, yeah, they got arrested at an abortion rights protest outside of the Supreme Court building. That makes sense. They were arrested. So let's go. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, the weird thing is when they arrested uh, her AOC, um, they kind of just like held her by the arm and like moved her away. Uh-huh. And she she pretended she had handcuffs on. <laughs> Like she crossed her arms behind her back and pretended but she, she didn't have any on. Yeah. 
Oh, that's nice. And the nice photos of them to, that they nice took, obviously, they obscure her hands, and it just makes it kind of look like she's handcuffed. But they, but she that's actually not. did get arrested. They all got arrested. They're in the clink right now. Huh. They're well, that's not clink. good for them. It's great. Oh, there was seventeen of them got arrested. They cleaned wonder house. What, wonder what kind of treatment they're getting in the clink there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They're not even in the clink. They're in the no. fucking White House waiting room or whatever. Sitting around to get spanked by whatever uh, person runs that horror show. Yeah. Sniffed by Joe Biden. Swing by. Imagine having to arrest Nancy Pelosi. And <laughs> slapping a cuff on her and her, <laughs> her arm starts to disintegrate. Yeah, having to feel her bony ass arms. Yeah, right. Yeah, not, not my job. Not yeah, that would, job, you, no, that would put you too close to a reminder that you have to die. You grip yeah. her arm. <laughs> that would be a Not proverbial good. walk into the desert in my vault. <laughs> yeah, she's another one, right? That looks like a looks like a mythical being that lives in a <laughs> in a lampshade inside of the, in the middle of a desert cave. You call her out, slonks up there. Climate change, climate change, climate change. <laughs> she does. She speaks in ancient Egypt in all those movies with Brandon Fraser where they speak Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> and the locust. That's what that mummy was speaking. Mouth. Yeah, the mummy. That's what that one mummy guy was speaking. I, oh! think, it was, I think it was just the mummy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what just Nancy, the Egyptian language. That's Nancy Pelosi's husband, who, by the way, just uh, sold a bunch of shares in a uh, semiconductor company. Oh, so I, hope he, wanna, I hope he did well. Check that market. Yeah, he's yeah, doing I know, great. I know he did. He's he's uh, you know, it's a it's tough proficient. being that guy. Yeah, yeah, but he, proficient. he manages uh, to do well somehow. Uh, financial guy. Yeah, proficient financial guy. He, so they uh, got arrested. They're in jail. Good for them, right? We're yeah, happy. I'm sure they'll be out We're soon. We're happy about it. What um? You're not. Have you heard anything uh, recently? I know we always talk about not talking about it, but um, I actually saw a recent stat i have no idea if it's true or not because i frankly don't care Uh that much but uh i saw that it's estimated that fifty thousand russian soldiers have died so far in this whole thing who's that real i i don't know well i know a lot of people in um ukraine who like work at the company that i work at a lot of ukrainians and and they seem to be basically moving back in yeah into the homes so yeah, they got to be repelling them very well with those Stinger missiles. Russian-Ukrainian war casualties. We're going to be paying that one off for a decade and a half. Minimum. Gracious, man, yeah. Directly, I mean directly. <laughs> and they'll just stop talking about it and they'll go through. And they're quantitatively tightening, you know? Yeah, I think we're, I you think they're the talking. The tightening. The t- yeah, and they're. Find that foothold, Jerome. They're talking about raising rates uh, here in a couple, like a week. Love it. So we'll see how that goes. Love it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot I'm of fun. Seeing, I'm seeing a lot of really interesting analysis on this. And there is just, uh, yeah. And I don't know which way it's going to go. Um, but I, you know, and I think we were talking about this on an episode like a month or two ago, how, <clears throat> you know, at the beginning of the year, I just figured they were going to raise rates once or twice just to get some breathing room and then just slam them back down, mm-hmm. which they have not done. Uh, and I've been dead wrong about that. Um, no, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna force a recession like a big one. I I'm increasingly thinking that, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, but well, I just you know, what would be the incentive not to? I guess. Um, 
But then, you know, who's who's going to take the hurt? Yeah, I mean, I guess it, you just kind of keep the, the, the charade going for as long as you can. But yeah. I've been reading some interesting things about uh, just our central bank almost deviating from com- Congress and, and almost se- trying to separate themselves from uh, the Eurozone uh, and the Euro as a matter of like self-defense, uh, oh, wow. which is, which is kind of really interesting. I, I haven't dove deeply enough into it yet to the point where I would want to speak a, a lot on it, but it, it's really fascinating stuff. Um, mm. I think we're getting to a point where it's highly possible. You know, it used to be, almost taken for granted that the fed served more or less kind of the neat, I don't know. I mean, just to use broad terms, like the neoliberal, you know, federal government order, sure. but it, it could be that they're bucking that system a little bit for it, uh, because of self-defense, like to get away from, uh, kind of a global currency, um, yeah. or, or a move in that direction which is really interesting. I mean, it's like that, you know, just the game theory of these big power structures. And you always forget that they're fighting each other just as much as they might be seemingly fighting us. It's just, it's fascinating. I um, was checking into the recession countdown. Um, It's common uh, from what I hear, my sources on the inside. So, you know, I will, I will offer the listeners and car, you know what? I'm going to sit you down. Come, we're going to sit at this table now. Um, and I'm going to be your financial psychologist, okay. okay? which is a job, by the way. This is a new job title that people are taking, and that's how you know our economy is doing very well, <laughs> is that there are people who are called financial psychologists. <laughs> these, are psych- these are psychologists who specialize in helping people cope with recession anxiety. This wow. is a new thing. So there's a a list of five tips that you can take from the financial psychologists. Buy a Chevy Volt. Get in the direction. <laughs> Go into the desert. <laughs> point, it, point it southwest Go and hit the, the gas. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> and don't look back when the creature starts screaming. <laughs> don't struggle. <laughs> five tips uh, from financial psychologists directly to you, Car Campit. Tip number one. If you're experiencing recession, anxiety, it's time to invest in you. Narrow your focus. That's right. Narrow your focus. That means instead of looking at the horror around you, (laughs) pretend you don't see it and keep doing your job as if things are okay so that you won't notice how much money more you're spending than you were a year ago. Okay, that's, that's not ver- that's not verbatim what it said. Well, let, the first sentence was <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tip number two: recession anxiety. You know what makes us anxious? The unknown. That's why you should talk to someone who knows. Meet with a financial advisor to cope with your recession anxiety. So that you can go up to them and say, sir, I, I don't, the average American doesn't have $500 in savings and I just bought this Chevy Volt. What do I do? Mm-hmm. What do I do? And the financial advisor will give you some advice. So, you know. Number three, if you're experiencing 
recession anxiety, do a worst case scenario exercise. <laughs> oh man, that sounds like a good way to fight anxiety. <laughs> yeah, if you're feeling anxious, go. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, maybe you could starve, but at least you know the company will be okay after you're gone. The next tip, you know, it is what it is. The next tip, if you're feeling recession anxiety, take a moment. <laughs> is that it? That was our moment, yeah. <laughs> and then the fifth and final. No, no, that fourth one is not just take a moment, is it? Yeah, it's just take a moment. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then finally, tip number five. Remember that tip number one is narrow your focus? Yes. Tip number five is expand your frame of reference. (laughs) 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 It's real, man. This is from CNBC. (laughs) As real as anything, I guess. This is from CNBC. Do you have recession anxiety? Here's five ways to cope according to a psychotherapist and a financial psychologist what is the uh like what is that's crazy i didn't click on the link and in the title it actually says financial psychologist i made that up when i was saying it i didn't (laughs) was it not called financial psychologist but it's right there in the title on a link i've never clicked before i just saw the twitter picture wow there you go man there you go there's your new job looks like you could do a you got a new job at cnbc I know them. Narrow your focus and expand your frame of reference. That's like Gary Vaynerchuk where he's like, maybe you should take a step back and, you know, look ahead. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> like any what? goofy, like. Uh, he's like, like, sit down for a minute, but don't ever stop moving. It's like, what, what are you saying? And if you, and if you question it, then you're just not getting it. <laughs> you're not getting it. You're not, you're not hearing me. You got to not understand and get everything. But but feel the understanding. <laughs> That's this is the Vaynerchuk, who is a financial psychologist in a way. So, you know, I'm just I'm hoping our listeners can cope. Yeah. How, how bad are those <laughs> suggestions, dude? That's that's how incredible. bad. How bad is do a worst case scenario? Hey, if you're yeah. car, I know you've been dealing with a lot lately. Um, <laughs> I, I know you attempted suicide not long ago. And next time you're trying to attempt suicide. Just do a worst case scenario exercise. <laughs> what about what's really bad in your life? What, what if what if that was number three and number two is keep your loaded weapons all over your house, <laughs> keep it nearby. Now it imagine almost, a now imagine a worst case like scenario. It's like a fucking suicide step. Yeah. Yes. You now narrow your focus. Case. You narrow go meet focus. the financial advisor. You Load do a worst case weapons. scenario exercise. You take a moment <laughs> and then you expand your frame of reference. The last one might just say blow your brains out. Walk, walk around with two <laughs> pistols in each hand that, at all times. <laughs> now oh. think about the worst that can happen. <laughs> think about the worst that can happen. Just how how much worse could it get? And then take a moment. I and like then, how it goes, do a worst case scenario and then take a moment and, because and, and let it sink it's in. as bad as you think. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. That's yeah, so wild, this man. Is, what a, what a, just, what a terrible time. What an absolutely yeah. god awful time. That's bad. That's a bad one, right? Um, <sighs> last hell. stories that I got revolve around January 6th. Oh, I forgot about that shit show. What That's the hell is right. going on with ins- that? How could you have forgotten about the insurrection, Carl? You know who hasn't Who's forgotten that? about the insurrection? 
not the Secret Service because they deleted all the text message between. The oh, I did see the that. Secret Service members. <laughs> I did so see that. Can't really. And they, the people are people. Them. People are like, I keep seeing people like, why would the Secret Service delete all their text messages? Yeah, like, right. what the fuck do you mean? Because the agents sitting there encouraging the riot. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're hurling slurs at one another and they don't want them to see that yeah you know that's what was going on so they deleted all the text messages they the, all of them are purged and therefore they uh they can't surrender anything new um so that's fun and then this is actually a really puzzling one to close out here um do you know does name ray epps ring a bell yeah the, yeah he was involved in that right he was the one that they suspected of being a fed and then he was well or... so Ray Epps is the guy you see in multiple videos going, we have to go into the yeah, Capitol. Right, right. And then people, and then like topic. internet autists, like kind of identified like, him. Fed, right? fed, fed, fed. Yeah, they were yeah. all like fed, fedding him. Right. So yeah. he was on the FBI's watch list. Uh, he was at the top of the watch list uh, the day after the event. Uh-huh. And like a few days later, they cleared him and took him off the watch list. Yes. Right. Now, right. He's out. There are people who are still in jail from that event. He's out. God, that is insane. That is just it's insane to me. Scary, right? Yeah, this is a Fox yeah, News topic. I know for all of our Fox listeners, but this is it is kind of wacky. Yeah. Um, the uh, so so like he's out, and uh, he's been basically silent since the day that. Well, he's been silent since the January sixth event, but the so-called January sixth riot. But he broke his silence recently in an interview with Alan Fuer. I don't know how you say the name. Fuer. That's probably right. Um, the guy who also wrote a documentary about uh, Chapo. El oh, Chapo. Okay. I thought, wasn't that uh, the Fed? Uh, he, uh, Sean Penn? Yeah. yeah he did a, a, do, a video doc. Okay. Video doc on the event. Well, Ray Epps came out. He said, it's been hell. <laughs> Oh, boy. So Ray Epps, in this article, the New York Times, and this is not an opinion piece. So there's no there's there's no excuse on the New York Times' part for doing the water carrying thing. Yeah. But this guy who's been it was on video twice encouraging um, people to go into the Capitol building and basically being like one of the guys who was initially used as an example by the Democrats – of why it was an insurrection. Yeah, right. Um, who's out of prison now. This guy interviewed him. The New York Times is carrying water for the guy. They're basically like he was the unwitting face of Trump's uh, forces trying to promote an idea that the FBI was behind the January 6th riot. That's that's how they got this out. So this guy, they interview him. I remember the New York Times who called this guy a terrorist when it first came around. They're going, this guy's innocent. <laughs> this guy... This guy's behind a conspiracy theory that he didn't have anything to do with, knowing he's an actual federal agent. Now, I don't really know if this guy is a Fed. Like, I've never seen anything conclusively prove it. But, like, I, to use the line of a a drunken airline pilot, uh, I can walk and chew bubblegum. And this fucking guy is obviously a federal agent or even CIA. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he might be CIA, to be honest with you, because the FBI, I actually believe, may not know a thing about the guy. Not not that I, I do believe there were probably some FBI guys there kind of checking it out, maybe, you know, getting involved. Yeah. I don't know. Certainly checking it out. 
We're gonna track Ray Epps. He uh, probably will disappear into the darkness, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got a note on my computer. I'm gonna take a look at Ray Epps in three weeks and see if anything's changed, and then do it again in four months. Okay. See if Ray Epps comes back. Yeah, I like it. Uh, or people that look like him. I suspect you won't be hearing from me. Um, <laughs> in the darkness, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see, man. Well, goodness gracious, um, man. So there you go. That's uh, oh, the only other thing is uh, Mexican representative, Miss um, Myra Flores. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about my representation with the country of Mexico. Ah, uh, well, before we get to that, you may actually want to speak to Myra Flores, who uh, is referred to by a Democratic advertiser, uh, Vincente Gonzalez, in an advertisement, referred to her as Miss Frijoles <laughs> and uh, Miss Enchiladas. So you okay. may want to talk to her. Yeah, yeah. Speak to her. The uh, well, sign from the Gonzalez campaign for her, against her said, "Does Flores want Trump to come and take her pussy?" <laughs> wow. We really have just uh, descended into also the. Also called her a rotten pussy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just we've just descended into into something. I don't. I don't know. It's not nice. We're... It's a not no, nice thing. No. To, it's not a nice thing to say about a Mexican American. Female representative. Really, anyone, arguably. Yeah. Yeah. Also called her a cotton picking liar, which I think that's the wrong race. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. Message stands, uh, I guess. Message stands. So the Democrats are doing great, looking well. Well, obviously, all the Democrats came out and they were like, whoa, buddy. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> we got an image to protect here, my friend. Yeah, chill out. What are you talking about? Chill out. Yeah, so. One week they're breakfast tacos. The next week they're bogodas. Now they're enchiladas. Where where does it Hispanic end? Hispanic Americans, they're doing everything to ensure that the Hispanic American voter base is going to be voting Democrat for 2022 and 2024. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> doing a great job. We, you might be the only one doing worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be getting to that in the over the line. I have reached an agreement. Oh my God. <clears throat> So you're going to be coming agreement. over the line then. Yeah, yeah. I've reached an agreement with uh, you know several parties involved, and uh, I have prepared a statement. The statement has been prepared, and I will be issuing that over the line. Uh, wow. That'll be up this week, I think. That'll be up um, probably Thursday, as uh, we're going to be recording it. Uh, today is Wednesday, so later today. Later today, yeah. So, should we wrap it up oh, there? Do we have anything else? Always, yeah, keep your free holidays tight, and... Um, don't speak to strange genies in the desert. <laughs> Buy your Chevy Volt cash and keep two hands on that wheel. <laughs> See everybody.